Have you ever wondered what is really happening behind the curated feed of your favorite influencers and brands? The Social Sessions podcast gets the real story. I'm Tara, the founder of TJ Creative Agency. And I'm Audrey, a creative director and social media manager. Between the two of us, we have 13 years of experience in the social media world. Welcome back to Social Sessions podcast, you guys. It's just me. It's just Audrey today. But we've still got a good episode. We're going to talk about social media myths. I'm going to bust five social media myths that I feel like I hear all the time that I'm sure you guys hear and maybe even think are true. So we're going to be busting some myths today. But before that, we're going to get into... I've changed this segment so it's not just tip of the week, but it is also like updates. So this week, your update is... Instagram notes. If you haven't seen them, where have you been? Have you been living under a rock? Like, where have you been? So, Instagram notes are those little things that have popped up on the top of your Instagram inbox. Um, It's essentially like a 24 hour post it note at the top of your DMs. I've heard mixed reviews about it. I saw a TikTok. We've, I think we've reported on this a while ago that it was coming because I knew about it like a few months ago, but it was in the testing phase and then I heard I saw TikTok um like a week or two ago of a girl in Canada it got released there before it got released in the US saying this is like the worst Instagram update. So it kind of feels like I don't know, it feels like old 90s type of messages. It's not good or bad. I don't really have an opinion on it, but the thing is is that it's not shown to all of your followers. It's only shown to the people that you follow back. So from a brand's perspective, it's not really doing much. I saw a few articles saying that it could be a great way to, you know, put out updates for your business or whatever, but it doesn't really work that well because you have to be following them back. At least on the accounts that I'm on, your only two options are you post it for your close friends or you post it to the people that you follow back, that follow you, that you also follow. So kind of like a Twitter, not a Twitter, a TikTok DM situation where you have to be following each other, kind of like that. So it's not really that beneficial to, I don't think, influencers or brands. It's really only beneficial if you're using Instagram like a normal person. (laughs) So that's your update. I don't know if they're going to change that eventually where anybody can see your notes because then if they come out with that option, then it could be potentially useful for brands or influencers to get the word out about something, but you might as well just post it on stories. So I don't really have an opinion on that. But that's your update of the week is yet another Instagram update. And before we get into our social media myths, you guys already know what I'm going to say. You know what I'm going to say every week. If you could rate and review the podcast, I would love that. It would be a stunning little holiday gift for me. It's all I want, you guys, and it's free on your end just to give us a little a little rating and review. It really does help the pot out. So now we are actually going to get into it. Let's get into the social media myths. Uh, number one is that you have to post every day on social media, and I'm here to tell you that you don't. It used to be really popular. I think like this advice used to be a lot more popular a few years ago where you kind of had to post every day on Instagram and even like the I would even say the beginning of this year end of last year with I'm sure you guys saw this a bunch of people saying 
in order to grow on TikTok, you have to be posting three to five times a day, which is so absurd, like to be posting that much content. So I'm here to tell you, you don't need to be posting three to five times a day on TikTok and you don't need to be posting every day on Instagram. According to Sprout Social, this is going to sound contradictory, but just stay with me. According to Sprout Social, 74% of consumers think that posting one to two times a day is ideal for brands. Now, here's my issue with that is if you're posting one to two times a day, you are probably getting into the territory of posting just to post, right? And then at that point, you're probably getting kind of annoying to your followers because there's probably not that much value in what you're posting because you just feel like you have to post every day. So you just like get something out, you know? I would rather, as someone who works in social media, I would rather you post two times a week, three times a week, but post actually valuable content. And let me specify and be very clear that valuable content doesn't have to mean original, brand new, never been done before content. It can be something that you've talked about before, but presented in a new way. It can be an elaboration on something that you have talked about before. It doesn't have to be completely brand new because for a lot of us coming up with something completely brand new to talk about four times a week, three times a week is a lot. So I think it's more important to just post valuable content and quality content versus because think back to when people were saying you post three to five times a day on TikTok. A lot of us were posting shitty content. Let's be honest. A lot of us were posting stuff that maybe one of those five videos you were posting a day you were proud of, but the other ones you were like, this isn't great, but I have to post. We need to get out of that mindset. I'm here to tell you, you don't need to post every day. As long as you're posting quality content, I think what's more important is that you're consistent. So whatever it is that you're choosing, if you're posting two times a week, stay consistent with that. If you're posting three times a week, stay consistent with that. The other thing that I think comes up a lot when people are trying to post every day is it leads to burnout super fast. So uh, again, I would rather you, instead of posting for three weeks, you post five times a week, five times um, a week for three weeks, then you burn out. I would rather you post two times a, a week for, you know, indefinite amount of time and stay consistent with it and post valuable content versus just posting just to post and then burning out. So um, I will say for us, I try and show up for our clients at least once a day. However, that doesn't necessarily mean a grid post or a brand new TikTok. It could mean posting something on stories and like asking a question on there. It could mean just showing up on the platform and responding to comments or doing some engagement, just showing up like being present on the platform every day. It doesn't necessarily mean a brand new post every day. So that's your first myth is that that's your first myth busted, I should say, that you do not need to post every single day on social media. Myth number two is that you need to be on every social media platform. Now, you've heard us talk about this a little bit, and I just want to elaborate. You don't need to be on every social media platform because, again, it could lead to burnout. It's different, I think, for us as social media managers, Tara and I, because this is our job, right? This is what we do. So it's kind of expected for us to be on most platforms for our clients. 
because this is our entire job. However, if you're a small business owner or even an influencer who has other things going on, it's maybe not feasible for you to be on every platform. I think choose maybe two platforms that you want to focus on. The other thing is, is that your audience might not be on every single platform. So if you're aiming for Gen Z, if that is the audience that either is the target audience for your product or it's just the audience that you as an influencer are trying to reach, obviously you need to be on TikTok, right? If your ideal audience is maybe a new mom or a millennial mom, maybe focus on Instagram. If you are trying to reach more professional people, more like CEOs or marketing people or whatever it is, you're more of a business to business (laughs) company, maybe be on LinkedIn. Every platform has some different demographics. And if you want more information on that, we actually have a post on our Instagram about that where we kind of go into a bit of a deep dive. I shouldn't say deep dive, but we cover some of the demographics and it's a series on our TikTok. So you can go to either one of those um, and we kind of cover some of the demographics. But again, you don't need to be on every single platform because you're probably going to get burnt out. I would say do your research on the platforms and who's on what platform and really know your target audience, who you're trying to talk to and choose those two, one or two platforms. I will say, however, if you are a business or an influencer, honestly, either one, I think it's important to get your username on there and just keep branding across the board. So like, even if you're not going to use LinkedIn regularly, make sure you have a space on there, even if it's just a profile photo, a bio, and like the background photo, just make it cohesive with your branding. And same with like TikTok. If you're not going to be on TikTok, I would say at least secure the username and maybe put a profile photo up there, even if you're not using it, just in case you do decide to use it in the future, your username is secured, your business name, your whatever it is. So that way it can kind of stay cohesive you know, among all platforms, just in case you ever decide to go that route. Little things, you don't have to use it. Just make sure your your username is there, your profile photo is on brand. That's it. Next myth, which is one that I feel like I hear all the time and have even fallen victim to, might I say. And that is that you need a certain number of followers to really get anything done. I think for a lot of people that mark is around 10,000. They feel like they can't really achieve anything until they hit 10,000. And that could be as a business, that could be as an influencer, whatever it is. I think that's just this number that people have in their heads of like, I can get more brand deals when I hit 10,000. I can sell more product when I hit 10,000, whatever it is. And I'm definitely here to say that one for sure is not true, especially as a business. I would say for influencers too, but I want to focus a little bit on the business side of this one. Just because you can sell product without having the follower count there, especially like with short form video, with reels and with TikTok, because of the way that these algorithms work, where you're able to share your content with people who don't follow you you're much it's much easier for you to convert people into customers with these types of algorithms than it is like before it definitely 
used to matter a little more, right? Like on Instagram, it was harder to reach people that didn't follow you. So you were mostly selling to the people that follow you. Now you're selling to anybody on the app, assuming that they can see your content somehow. So we actually have a client who has about 5,000 followers on TikTok and about 95,000 on Instagram. And we have been told that we have very similar conversion coming from TikTok as comes from Instagram with 90,000 followers less. And that's just because of the way that TikTok works, right? We can we can put out a video and promote our product and promote whatever it is, promote our client's product and only have 5,000 followers, but that video can get 20,000 views. And now some of those people either might save the video and come back and buy your product later, or they might click the link in your bio after seeing that video, but don't necessarily follow you. So I think that's something that a lot of people forget about. You can still sell and you can still convert people into customers without having them follow you. So that's why it's like when people say things like, I want 10,000 followers, I want blah, blah, blah. If you're in it for your business, it shouldn't really matter. If you're making content that people are able to see, it doesn't really matter. I like to think about this with Pinterest too. Like think about how you as a user use Pinterest. I know for me, I don't follow that many people. And even if I see content that I like on Pinterest, I usually do not go out of my way to follow whoever made that pin. And obviously there are some people that that do and that follow more people on that platform. But for most of us, I would say we are not you know, following that many people on Pinterest. However, if you listen to our episode about Pinterest where we talked about it, Pinterest has one of the highest conversion rates, right? And if most people are not following accounts on Pinterest, but there's still a high conversion rate, then obviously that means follower count doesn't really matter that much because your content can still be shown to so many people if they repin it. Same with, I would like to say, TikTok because they have that repost feature if you guys haven't used it. It's a great feature for brands to like repost UGC without putting it on your actual feed. But there's the repost feature where people can share your video. I have this on my personal account a lot. I have people resharing videos that they just thought was funny. So I would have never seen that content if my friend had not reposted that or reshared it on TikTok, but I don't have to follow that person, right? That's how the entire For You page works. So as a business, and I would even say as an influencer, I think follower count matters a little bit more as an influencer, but it's still not the end-all be-all, and we will get to that on the next the next myth. But you don't need a certain number of followers to actually achieve your goals on the app, is all I'm trying to say. And that leads me into, I'm sure you guys can guess this one, leads me into our next myth, which is follower count should not be your only focus. Again, I think for a long time, that was really the only metric that we focused on. And we still get a lot of clients, like we'll get discovery calls and stuff. And all they really want to focus on is follower count, right? It's still a very popular myth to believe that follower count is more important. Even when it, this one, especially when it comes to influencers, right? People think influencers with a lot of followers get more money. Influencers with a lot of followers get more 
brand deals, whatever it is, blah, blah, blah. Everybody likes to focus on follower count. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. And I cannot stress enough <laughs> that having a high number of followers does not necessarily equate to high dollar brand deals and it doesn't necessarily equate to high sales. Because just like I said before, you can have high sales, you can have high conversion rates with 2,000 followers, right? Like you can have these high numbers, these high conversions without having the follower count. Flip side of that, you can have a high follower count and not have high conversion. So just because you have a big following, it doesn't necessarily mean that your audience is going to buy everything from you, which leads us into the fact that engagement rate is more important than your follower count. Because let's say you have 20,000 followers, but those followers maybe just started following you because you had a viral video. They don't care what you have to say or what you have to sell. You're not going to have that many sales. You're not going to have that many brand deals because your engagement rate is pretty low. However, if you have maybe 5,000 followers and your audience is super engaged and really cares about you and really cares about what you have to say and your opinion on things, your conversion rate is going to be way higher and you're going to be able to sell way more to that audience than the person with a bigger following that's not engaged. Engagement rate is just a little more important than follower count. And so I guess this myth and the myth that we talked about right before this kind of go hand in hand. However, I do want to give you some metrics that we like to pay attention to if you're not going to pay attention to follower count, which I'm not saying disregard it altogether. Obviously, put it in your analytics that you do monthly, whatever. Keep track of it, but it's just not the end-all be-all like people think it is. So here are some metrics that I would pay attention to. I would pay attention to reach. So how many accounts are viewing your content and your profile, which could potentially be new customers, right? As a business, that's a pretty big one because that's exposure, right? It's brand awareness. I like to pay attention to story engagement, things that, and website clicks specifically on stories because I like to see what I said leading up to that link that is getting people to click, right? Like, is it, am I talking about a specific sale? Am I talking about a specific product? Am I talking, did I word it a certain way? That's a great way to kind of figure out what it is that drew your audience to that link. Like what made them want to actually click that link? Because if they're clicking on the link, it's probably leading to a higher conversion rate. You guys already know this. Lastly, I like to focus on just the individual views saves and shares on each post. So before I actually specifically on Instagram, I do it on TikTok sometimes too. But before I start planning, I batch create a lot of things. As we've talked about, we create about two weeks in advance. So before I start making those two weeks of content, 
or, you know, batch create TikToks, I like to go into the content that I made for the previous two weeks and see how the audience has responded, right? What's what's the content that got the most views? What was saved the most? What was shared the most? Things like that. Usually, I will say, you guys, memes are usually our highest performing pieces of content on our account or like before and afters on some of our more service-based clients, just in case anyone wanted an insight on our content. Last myth that we're going to cover is that influencers are not worth the money or they're overpaid or whatever version of this myth you would like to go with. And I'm here to tell you uh, that they work, that influencers work. We've had a lot of success with influencer marketing with our clients. And we've talked about the type of clients we have before, but we definitely have a lot of dentists or we used to have a lot of dentists. We're branching out a little bit more now, but for a while we had a lot of dentist um, clients, right? Like cosmetic dentists. So they were doing veneers and they were doing whatever, stuff like that. So a lot of our influencer work was pretty high scale, as in we would work with like one influencer a quarter usually because they would get a full set of veneers. And that, if you are not familiar with the cost of veneers, is in the mm, it's in the five figure range. That is a that's a decent amount of money, right? That's a decent amount. So we were not paying our influencers a ton because the service itself cost, you know, twenty two, twenty five, thirty thousand dollars, depending on who we were working with. Um, but we will say we've seen tremendous amount of growth for our clients by using these influencers. So I think a lot of times when people think of influencers, they also think of influencer campaigns running like, you know, having multiple people on a campaign at once. And we have done stuff like that um, for like smaller companies who can afford that. But again, imagine paying like doing an influencer campaign with like five influencers all at $25,000. That's a lot of product that you're giving up. So for the larger ones, we would use, you know, just one bigger influencer and we would do about one a quarter and we've seen so much growth for our clients through influencer campaigns. And in case you wanted some statistics that are not just from us personally, according to HubSpot, 80% of marketers say influencer marketing is effective and 89% say it works just as well, if not better than other marketing channels. And 71% of marketers say that quality customers and traffic from influencer marketing is better than other sources. So the way that we like to think about it too, because there's definitely some clients that we have to persuade and some clients that we have to convince that influencer marketing is the way to go. The way that we explain it to them is think of it like a commercial, especially when we're doing these once a quarter, like big influencers because if we're, you know, giving them $30,000 worth of a service, they need to be worth 30,000. You know, they probably need to have a bigger following, they need to have a pretty engaged following, whatever. But the way that we like to think about it with these bigger clients or these bigger influencers, we would explain to our clients it's kind of like a commercial, right? You're paying for their viewers, right? Just like if you think of a Super Bowl commercial, it's 
so much money, but you're able to show your product to everybody watching the Super Bowl. Kind of the same thing. If you want to promote your product on Charlie D'Amelio's TikTok account, that's millions of people that you're able to reach through her account more than you would be able to on your own TikTok account. So that's kind of the way that we explain it to clients. If any of you are trying to convince your clients or convince someone to do an influencer marketing campaign. The other thing, obviously, I was just talking about pretty macro type of influencers, pretty big influencers. But just like we talked about in the last episode about 2023 predictions, micro influencers are also very effective which I wanted to get into because with so many people being like influencers are not worth the money, they, they're they overpaid, they're whatever, whatever the myth is. I think a lot of us, when we think of influencers and the payment that they get, we do think of those macro influencers. We think of the six-figure brand deals. We think of the five-figure brand deals really big. When honestly, a lot of these micro influencers are more so around the $200 mark. So you can work with a lot of micro-influencers at about $200 a TikTok, $200 a post, whatever it is that you're asking for. And again, with the micro-influencers, just like we talked about in the last episode, they tend to have a much more engaged following, meaning that their followers care a lot more about what they're promoting and trust them a lot more. And usually they'll take, they'll, they'll really only take things that they believe in or kind of fit their aesthetic, fit their theme, fit whatever it is. So their followers probably are going to trust them more. So my point with bringing up the micro influencers is it doesn't have to be like influencer marketing doesn't have to cost you $50,000. You can do an effective influencer marketing campaign on $1,000. You know, it doesn't have to cost as much as people think. So those are all of our myths. To recap all of it, you do not have to post on social media every day. You do not have to be on every single social media platform. You can effectively sell with a small following on social media. Follower count is not the end-all be-all metric. And influencer marketing is worth your money. So That's what I've got for you. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Tara should be back on the next one. Hope you guys didn't mind just me on the pod today. Um, Of course, follow us at Social Sessions Podcast on Instagram. Follow us, TJ Creatives Agency on TikTok. If you follow us on Instagram, I would love for you guys to comment some myths that you guys have heard about social media. Uh, There's so many out there that I just didn't have the time to get into. We could make this hours on hours on hours of a podcast because there's so many myths about this industry. So I would love for you guys to comment some insane myths that you guys have heard about social media. And until then, I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.